Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. I tell them I'm not like the rest. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. We just need to chat. I feel like we have so much to catch up on. A nice, good old solo episode. Now that I'm in my new house, I'll be doing a ton more solo episodes. I actually want to do like a whole podcast rebrand. That's like a whole other topic. But I really just want to focus on the solo episodes, the episodes of my friends that you guys love. And just, you know, like the good old, I don't know, like really cozy kind of vibe. Mainly one of the biggest reasons I bought this house is because I want like a podcast studio here. But I might, I have, I have some other ideas on it. I might like make an entryway into like a makeshift little like studio area. And then I don't know, I'm not going to bore you guys with these details. But anyways, I'm happy that you guys are here. If y'all are watching on YouTube, welcome to my living room. I finally have a fireplace. If you guys have watched the vlogs, then you would know this has been quite the journey. I have bought some fake fireplaces and they have never once looked good in my house. Actually, I only bought one, to be fair. And it didn't look good. It was not the vibe. And it would probably look cute like somewhere else. Like it was cute, but it just like wasn't, it wasn't it. You know what I mean? But anyways, I am in a new house. I moved, I think a month ago now. Most of my stuff has arrived. No, two months ago, a month ago, six weeks ago, whatever. No one cares. Most of my stuff has arrived besides like my outdoor furniture and then my closet. Oh my God, guys, my closet. It's literally like, this is like a dream. This is my dream house. And it was, I found it like kind of on accident. It was the last one. I was looking for fun, not for fun. I was looking, but I wasn't like, I have to move at this point. I own the townhouse. So I wasn't like on like a lease or anything. I was just like, I'm looking. I've outgrown the space. And really I needed a space like for the podcast. I needed a second bedroom because I host people all the time. And I needed a house that was better for hosting. Like I'm a breadwinning housewife. You know what I mean? Like I've got to, minus the wife part, but like I've got to, you know, have some room and space to do that, those things. So anyways, it was like the last one 
on the second day that we went, well, the first day that we went looking actually. And we weren't even going to look at it because like the photos online weren't that great and it looked totally different. And it was in a different area than I had planned to move to, which by the way, I'm so grateful that I ended up moving there because the place that I thought I wanted to move to, I'm just glad that I don't live there. So it all worked out very well. Oh my God, there's like peacocks in this neighborhood. Guys, okay, thank God you have to listen to me right now. I guess you don't have to, but like stick with me. Trust me, okay? There are peacocks near here. I'm, it's 7 a.m. I wake up. I'm trying to be zen. I'm trying to achieve inner peace. I'm in my routine. I'm trying to get my life back together because after a move, I feel like it takes so long to like get your life back together. And Fitz and I, which Fitz is my massive, he's a size, he's only 65 pounds because he's pretty lean, but he's the size of a 95 pound dog. He's so big. He's like Clifford the Big Red Dog meets Buddy the Elf. He's so friendly. He loves everyone. He's like the world's greatest like big dog. But he had never seen a horse before. And as we know, I love horses. One thing about me, I want to live on a farm or a ranch. It doesn't even matter. I just want to live where the horses are. So I go and ride pretty often, but I've never brought Fitz to the ranch that I go to because like, I'm just not going to bring my dog. I feel like that would be kind of weird if I was like, my dog's coming, you know? And I was like, and I'd always wondered what Fitz would be like around horses because he's so big and everyone always calls him a horse and everyone's like, is he around them? I'm like, no. So I take him on a very long walk because I'm trying to find the horses, right? And so we're on like a morning walk. We're not even in my neighborhood, like far, far away because I like did a drive. And we're like really, really far away from my house, right? But I know there's like horses somewhere. So it's 7 a.m., okay? And we're walking and listening to like armchair expert or like something like that. I don't know. And all of a sudden I see like far away things that look like turkeys because all of their like feathers are down. And I'm like, that's a little bit weird because we're in Dallas, Texas. Like, why are there turkeys out here? Like, I know there's stables not that far away, but like, why are there turkeys? Like, I don't understand. I get closer up and there's one that has their feathers out. I'm like, that's actually a peacock. That is a motherfucking peacock. No one's believing me, right? Taking videos, I'm sending it to my friends and they're like, haha. Not a single person cares. Not a single person believes me. Nothing, right? So I'm like, there's just no way I'm so confused. In this time, Fits my perfectly behaved dog took 36 hours potty train smartest dog you'll ever meet he's never been spooked he just like it's so easygoing right he gets out he like darts from his leash he breaks his collar and he's going through he's running to the horse stables the horse stables are like the fences are open so if he wanted to he could have gotten in I'm running after him yelling after Fitz it's 7 a.m all of a sudden there's 20 of these like te- turkey peacock things running after me Fitz is running to the horses where the horses are going to kill him because there's like 30 horses and Fitz is just a dog. Like, what what is he going to do? He's running finally right before he gets into the stables. He listens to me and he comes back because he got spooked by the horses, which is now really unfortunate because I want to get a horse and now he's terrified of horses thanks to these peacocks. Then I get Fitz back and I have to like hold him. Like I have to like hold his like skin basically all the way back to my house. So it was so far away. It was such a mess. And then I'm like, there's literally peacocks. Like, I, I'm like, I'm so confused. No one believed me. Later that evening, Macy calls me. He's like, hey, you want to go on a walk? I'm like, yeah, sure. We go on a walk again. What do we find? The motherfucking peacocks. I told you guys that they were there. They're not, well, they are peacocks, but they're peahens. So I guess like uh, they look different. It's a female peacock. Go figure. And then at night, they had all their feathers out. And there's like 20 of them on one street. And some of them get on the rooftops. Like home insurance is, home insurance doesn't cover peacocks on your rooftop. Like, what are you going to do about that? I'm so confused. I have so many questions. I'm in Dallas, Texas. Why are there peacocks all over? 
I have a lot of questions. Anyways, I'm not really happy with them. We're kind of like on the outs because now Fitz is terrified of horses because he could have had a good experience meeting them, but instead he was stressed out and he ran towards them and they terrified him. So anyways, that is my Peacock story. There's not really much to it other than like I was right. I mean, everyone to know that. I made a note so I wouldn't forget about anything. I just feel like chatting today. I feel like a lot of what... I don't know what people like from me on the internet. It's like in the self-development world and listen, like working on yourself is exhausting. And sometimes I'm just tired. And sometimes I'm, I really do feel like overwhelmed and burnt out the past couple of months. Cause there's just been a lot of travel and a lot of moving and a lot of things going on behind the scenes and like work stuff. And like, sometimes working on yourself is exhausting. What if sometimes I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing, which it doesn't really happen that often because I like to read, but like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like I just, I don't know, like every couple of months, I just can't do it. And I'm like, I, I just want to exist right now. Like, I just want to be. And probably next week, I'll be like, you know what? I want to be back on my like 6 a.m. morning routine, okay? But like, I just, it's just exhausting. Like, I want to just have fun, you know? Speaking of having fun, this is my version of fun. Since moving into this house, I have become a couch person. This is a huge new development in my life. My entire life, all 25 years of it. Yeah, 25 years of it. I have been a bed girl. If I'm not doing something in my house, like, that I need to be up doing something for. Like if I'm not cleaning or cooking or like working or whatever, I'm in my bed. If it's 6 p.m. and I finish my work day, I'm good. I'm in my bed. I'm not sitting on the couch. I'm not doing any of that stuff. No, 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 no. I'm always in my bed. Okay, I don't work from my bed normally, but like I'm always in my bed until recently when I moved into this house, I got a fireplace. Okay, and I got this. There's just like beautiful lighting everywhere because it's like so much. It's a lot of windows like on the interim of my house, interior of my house, not interim, whatever, the interior of my house. Side note, do you guys know how expensive blinds are? It's actually disturbing. This just reminded me of it. There's so many windows. I had to like put down like the first payment for the blinds. And like, I actually was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm literally going to throw up. Anyways, back to the couch. Become a couch person because there's a fireplace and I sit here and I read for hours. I've never been that way before ever. And like normally, like at night, I'm still going to my bed because I'm so lazy that once I sit down for the day or the night, like I don't want to get back up to go to bed. I want to just like close my eyes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't. I'm not the girl who can like watch a movie or a TV show on the couch at night and go to bed. Like even like it's like when I have boyfriends or something and they're like, why don't you just want to? And I'm like, you're going to have to like carry me. Like, you don't understand. Like, I can't. I need to be in bed. Okay. My bedroom, I don't have a TV in it. And I don't really care, but I have been, I have been watching shows again for like the first time in so long. I've been back on my One Tree Hill grind, but I just, I don't know, something about being a couch girl. It's like kind of made me feel more mature. Like it's a huge new development. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. One thing about me is that I will manage to bring up therapy in probably every single podcast episode ever. I am such a huge component of therapy and even more specifically, better help. Like I recently recorded for Shelby Sacco's podcast and I was just talking about on that podcast how much I love better help. I love better help because I feel like it's the best way to give therapy a try. We talk about therapy and getting to know ourselves and how it's a lifelong journey all the time, but sometimes more traditional in-person therapy can be, you know, either inaccessible, a lot more pricey, um, overwhelming, confusing. You don't even know how to find a therapist. And I feel like BetterHelp has really taken a lot of the stress out of finding therapy or a therapist. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, I cannot recommend BetterHelp enough. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes it's kind of like dating. Like you got to find the right therapist for you. And so I love that BetterHelp allows you to just like switch a therapist at you know no issue. I feel like we're always learning something new about ourselves. It's a lifelong journey. I don't feel like we ever fully know ourselves. But something like therapy can really help us to learn like the actual tools to handle life. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we really just don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do until we talk through things, okay? BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery wherever you are. I have benefited so heavily from therapy. I have dealt with a lot of things in life. I've dealt with grief. I've, I've dealt with so many things, okay? And over time, therapy. I really don't know where I would be right now if it weren't for therapy because it has helped. It seriously just like taught me every single thing that I know. I think just about life. There's not like a manual that you get for life, right? It is so helpful and it is like the best tool ever. I really can't recommend it enough. And more specifically, I just cannot recommend BetterHelp enough. I love them as a company so much and what they're doing. So visit betterhelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kenzie. If you guys are thinking about starting therapy, this is your sign. It is the best thing you will ever do. I promise you. BetterHelp.com slash Kenzie to get 10% off your first month. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckle Foodie and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I'm right there with you. That's what Freckle Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five, launching with Dear Media on November 9th and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. I'm going to be honest, like my life goal is to feel like I am in a Nancy Myers movie. I think that might be where like my deep infatuation with like Nantucket is because it gives me that vibe. I also grew up on the holiday. It is my all-time favorite movie. Anytime I'm talking to a new boy, doesn't matter what time of year, we watch that movie, okay? It's like one of that and Twilight. It's my test, okay? But I am obsessed. In the holiday, I know I've talked about this on the podcast so many times, but it's really heavily impacted my style forever. Specifically in cardigans. Her cardigan collection was unlike anything else. She's so effortless and so chic in that movie. And so much of the style of the movie, it just reminds me of Jenny Kane, right? Like I just need everything from Jenny Kane, okay? Y'all are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. I'm also fangirling because I am so obsessed. Oh my God, everything there is so beautiful. Like think minimalist means luxury. Jenny Kane items are classic. They're comfortable. It's California-inspired clothes from the cotton or the cashmere knit sweater that you're obsessed with to the flowy summer dress you literally will never take off. With elevated everyday basics and wardrobe essentials, getting dressed is easier than ever before. So when it comes to investing in an outfit that will last, I choose Jenny Kane. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their entire order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code ILOVEYOU for 15% off. All the clothing from there is so classic. You just look so classy and effortless and like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like perfect, honestly. It's so amazing. It's, think Nancy Myers movie, okay? 
I have the sweater coat and I've been wearing it nonstop around my house. You guys have probably seen it in vlogs and I'm just obsessed. I know Mother's Day is coming up too and I think there's nothing better really than a Jenny Kane gift for Mother's Day, okay? The site is the most aesthetically pleasing, minimalistic California dream. No matter the season, the dresses are it and you get, you'll get so many compliments, okay? They're known for their staple cotton sweaters from their best-selling cotton cocoon cardigan, the luxe cotton fisherman sweater, which I love, or the perfect for summer Chloe crew neck. Like if I could just have my entire wardrobe be from one brand, it honestly would be Jenny Kane because it is so classy. Jenny Kane believes in one thing, the art of simplicity with a focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. Jenny Kane makes pieces that truly never go out of style. So find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off. That's really good for Jenny Kane. Off your first order when you use code I love you at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code I love you. The brand go to for all season staples. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Speaking of One Tree Hill, if y'all have watched One Tree Hill, you know, but I have been back. I'm like back watching season four. And I, every time I watch One Tree Hill, I'm like the biggest Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray fans. Like I just love them. And I love that show. It really does just feel like home. Like there's just something about One Tree Hill. Oh my God, it's so good. But in the show, like in real life, Chad and Sophia get married, right? And they were married, like, again, in real life, that sounded like they got married on the show. They were married in season three and, like, got divorced in season three. And then their characters are still together in season four. So, like, every time I watch, I'm like, this is just so crazy that their acting is so good because you would have no idea. And supposedly it's because Chad cheated on Sophia with Paris Hilton. And, like, who knows? That's just, like, everywhere. Speaking of, also going to read her a bit more. Anyways... This is what I, like, I am really all over the place. It's crazy that I am literally paid to talk on a microphone because, like, what am I saying? You know what I mean? Anyways, it's so wild watching that show with all that. I was FaceTiming a friend the other night, and we sit up FaceTiming for, like, three hours. This is so out of character for me. All about One Tree Hill, and we were, like, stalking all the characters, and, like, Jamie and the other kid in real life are still friends. Like, I saw that. We, like, saw, like, an article or something about it. I don't know, but, like, I love that show and it just moves me that show Montreal Nashville Friday Night Lights all give you like the similar feelings in a little bit different of ways my top three shows ever like I don't even need to watch another show I I don't watch other shows I just watch those I, I've watched them I found my favorites and I just watch them over and over again and if I'm gonna watch a movie it's gonna be an Nancy Myers movie and that is pretty much it or I'm gonna be reading and that is it okay so since we're catching up on so much I figured I would tell you guys where I've been went to New York twice for work stuff, Chicago, Nashville for live shows. Went to Cabo on the girls trip, Coachella last weekend because Ugg invited me. Yes, I know I'm not really a huge Coachella girly. I'm a stagecoach girl. I really am. Like I just, I'm a stagecoach girl, you know? But I was so grateful. And when Ugg calls, you answer. Ugg is my all-time favorite brand. There's no brand in my life that I've worn more or owned more of besides Skims. Ever. Like, I have worn Uggs since I was in elementary school regularly. I never stopped wearing them. I've always had a ridiculous collection because it's all me and my sister asked for growing up for, like, birthdays and Christmas. So we would get, like, one pair of Uggs and, like, we would just collect them. We had so many Uggs, but they have been my dream brand to work with for so long. And I finally got to at Coachella and it was the best weekend. We vlogged the entire experience or I vlogged the entire experience. It was just so much fun. And thank you again so much to Ugg for taking me. It was just such a fabulous time. And I love Ugg like so much. 
Oh, also, I went to the Eras tour. This was huge. I am such a Swifty. My one, my one complaint, my one thing, we should have had a little bit more of her debut album on. Imagine like Hey Steven, our song. Our song should not have been a surprise song. That should have been in the set list. Like our song is what like made Taylor big. Like I remember so vividly, I was in maybe like the second or third grade. I was young. I think I was in third or fourth actually. I was at my neighbor's house and this is when everyone had like a computer room still. And our song had come out in the music video. And I remember watching the music video on her, on her like computer over and over and over again. And we were so obsessed with her. And I just wish like, imagine Picture to Burn live. Like I would die for Picture to Burn to be live. Like, hey, Steven, like uh, all of it. Like I would have done Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw. Like imagine that, okay? Just, I wish there was more of that. Other than that, unbelievable show. Amazing. I'm wishing her well. If she can perform after this, you know, six-year breakup, we can, you can do anything. But so good. It was so much fun. I went two nights in a row and I had a fabulous time. I was so exhausted after. I was like bored. I was actually way more exhausted after two nights of the era store than I was after three days of Coachella. Like that is how I was so tired. Okay, gonna give you guys a little bit of book talk. I'm just gonna give you the last two books that I've read that I love so much because, okay, Freedom McFadden and Ellen Hildebrand, I've been loving so much. And I'm, I'm talking about that in an upcoming episode with Danielle. We did a whole book episode. I become an Ellen Hildebrand evangelist with Five Star Weekend. Pre-ordered, it comes out in June. So good. I need to get her on the podcast. We're like Instagram friends, but I need to get her on the podcast and do like a book episode. It was so good. And I also read, I've been reading so many, I'm reading one now. I've read probably like four or five Ellen Hildebrand books in the past like six weeks. I'm obsessed. And also like I want to summer on Nantucket. My life plan is to live in Texas and summer on Nantucket. And I, as of right now, can only afford like a week on Nantucket a year. So um, this is as close as I'm going to get is reading these books. And once you've gone to Nantucket, it's cool because all it's small, like Nantucket in general is really small, but all the places that she talks about for the most part in her books are real. So like a lot, I can like picture it better. You know what I mean? I have like more of a connection with it. Okay. Things We Left Unfinished. Everyone and their mother has been talking about this book and it is so good. I was reading it. At the beginning, I was like, it's like fine. I liked it, but I wasn't like, this is the best book I've ever read. And then I started reading it when I was at a hair appointment. I read 60% of my hair appointment. And then I went and got a spray tan. So I like drove, this is like the night before Coachella. This is so annoying. I drove there and I read like between like the eight minutes before the appointment was reading there. When got my spray tan, I was probably like, the girl probably thought I was so weird because I was like so, you know when you can't stop thinking about a book and I was like right at the twist and I like couldn't even talk. I literally like couldn't be a human being because I was just thinking about this book. Then I went, and this is why she really thinks I'm weird. I went and sat outside for 30 minutes and I finished the book because I couldn't wait the 10 minutes it would take for me to drive home. I had to finish it then and there. It was unbelievable. You have to read it. So good. Then I read the Abby Jimenez, Jimenez book. I, sh I don't know how to say her last name correctly. Please someone tell me. But she is honestly easily my favorite author. Like I have, she's five books out now. This is her fifth. Her first four books, I rated five stars. This one I rated like a four or five because it, it was like cringy in parts, okay? But I don't care. Like sometimes you need a little cringe. Sometimes you need a little cringe read, okay? What's so bad about that? And it was predictable, but I don't care because I get so connected to her books and her characters and I just love them so much. Like any book she's ever, ever written, like you need to read so good. I was just, I don't know. I loved it. Like it was so good. Okay. I was thinking about this earlier. Oh, my new closet. We need to talk about this. 
So I was planning on taking my closet that I had from Ikea from my townhouse to here, but it's like too big by one inch. <laughs> so I had to get a new closet because it's like custom made and like it's installed you, you, one inch. Okay, what am I supposed to do? Like take an inch off to the roof? Well, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? So I got a new closet and I went with the container store, which I will say is definitely a lot more expensive than what I got at Ikea. But I figured like this house is a lot nicer of a house than my townhouse. And it matches like the stuff they had at the container store matches. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to film in here every day. Whatever. It was an investment, I will say. It is the most beautiful closet I have ever seen in my life. And it is mine. It is so unbelievable. And like now I really am a Barbie doll. I have slowly accidentally started dressing like a Barbie. Like I don't know what happened. Like I dress like a cowgirl Barbie chic. Like that's kind of like my style these days. Our um, psychic, Dom and I share a psychic medium. Her name's Laura. And Laura told me like in my future, she kept seeing a bunch of Barbie stuff, which is, you know, with me, very low hanging fruit. Like I'm blonde, I have big boobs and I wear pink. Like that's not like crazy. Like I like makeup and clothes, you know what I mean? So that was like not something crazy that she told me. But I always think about it because now I look at photos of myself and I'm like, Oh my God. It also makes sense because Dolly Parton is actually my inspiration, which reminds me, guys, Dolly Parton is hosting the ACMs, which are in Dallas this year. And if I am not there, I will spend that entire day sobbing. I'm not kidding. Like she, I just need to be in the same room as her. It's down the street from me. I need to be there. I'm manifesting a deal. I'm manifesting something to come through and I will be there and it'll be a beautiful experience. But like, literally my queen. There's no one that I could ever love more in this world than Dolly Parton. I just love her so much. I've kind of been entering into like my Instagram thought era. Like it happened in Cabo. And here's the thing. Like I am not the best person at like going and taking photos. Like I've gotten a little bit better because we were really living for our like G7X with flash moments. But I, I'm just not someone who like is, I don't know. Like I have to really put time ahead and I have to like text a friend before be like, we're taking photos. You know what I mean? So when I'm in a bathing suit, I'm not really thinking I need to take photos. I'm thinking I need to get a margarita. You know, like the photos are like the last thing on my mind. But I was like, you know what? This is the time that I do it. I'm here in Cabo. I've got it. I've got to do it. And let me tell you, being an Instagram thought has its perks because you get way more engagement. I will say way more. Like all of a sudden I'm like, I didn't even know you still followed me. You know what I mean? And I do think it's kind of like my new way of life. Like I'm into it. It's summer. What's the Kylie Jenner audio? Like I'm young whatever my boobs are supposed to be out like that kind of vibe I made a TikTok to the audio and I just couldn't agree more like Kylie was really on to something with that and I really appreciate that she shared her truth there because I agree okay I've also been thinking a lot about how Fort Worth Kinsey is like much cooler than Dallas Kinsey the stakes there are so low Fort Worth is also my favorite place in the entire world like Disney adults and Disney is like me to Fort Worth and I will do anything there and I don't care. And I think it's because like, I don't know anyone there and they don't know people that I know. Like for whatever reason, I have this like irrational fear. Like I hate when like a guy that I'm like talking to or know or whatever, anything, fill in the blank. I hate when they like know someone that I know, like another guy that I know and they like talk about me. Like, I don't know what that is. It's probably like really deep rooted, but like, I don't like that. I like, it's my own, it's my business. And like, I can tell people when I want to tell people, like, I don't know what it is about that, that I just like absolutely hate. But I do. I hate it so much and I just can't handle it. So I like Fort Worth because nothing is real there. It's like I'm a Sims character and it's like a Sims game and crazy things happen there. And I just love it so much. I'll be there this weekend and next weekend. And I just, I love it so much too. I have listeners who live in Fort Worth. I probably do. It's so close to Dallas. But like, 
I don't know. I just love it. And I'm trying to channel Fort Worth Kinsey everywhere I go because Fort Worth Kinsey is confident. She's fun. She does whatever and like doesn't care. And I just have the best time ever in Fort Worth. So I need to do that. Speaking of Fort Worth, Macy will be coming onto the podcast soon. Might even be next week. I don't know when this episode's going up, but we are recording a podcast. She is my most requested guest. It is happening. We were putting it off for a while because I was thinking we were going to do it in studio. And now I'm like, no, we're not. We're doing it here. And, you know, whatever. Now that I'm like not really as much of a studio girly, like I want things in my house. I don't want to leave my house. Look at it. It's so beautiful and stunning. And I'm like the luckiest girl in the world. But also like, even if it wasn't, I, I'm just like, I don't leave my house anymore, you know? I am about to put all of my dog owners on the farmer stock, okay? And you guys are going to thank me later. I'm obsessed. My household is now a farmer's dog household, okay? I've noticed recently, and I'm not kidding. I did post an Instagram story about this the other day. I think Fitz, my golden doodle, is loving me just a little bit extra. He's been a little bit like like more, what's the, like maybe warm towards me. He's been cozying up a little bit more. Like all I've wanted is his attention since he was just a young boy, right? A young baby, if you will, a pup, if you will. He's turning three. And so it's been, you know, years of hard work. But I will tell you, he's loving me a little bit extra because he is loving his food, okay? I also, I'm loving it a little bit more because I feel like we focus so much on what we put into our own bodies, just knowing how much it affects our health and how important it is to take care of ourselves. But then we give our dogs that we love and we're obsessed with, we would lay our lives down on the line for them. We give them kibble. That's like really ultra processed and just not good for them at all. And also probably not the best tasting. Let's be real. Okay. What I love about the farmer's dog is that it is a real food. So they actually have whole meat and veggies and they're gently cooked in human grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. They're personalized. So you just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Just went online. I just told them a little bit about fits and it was very quick. Okay. What I love possibly the most is that they are pre-portioned. So the meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready to serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. The pre-portioned packs make my life so much easier. And also the fact that they just show up at your doorstep, like seriously, amazing. It's convenient and fresh. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. I cannot recommend the farmer's dog enough. Seriously, I feel so much better about what I'm giving my dogs. And I feel like we're really, really staying on top of it. You know, we're kind of, it's us against the world. We're staying on top of our health together, if you will, okay? It's also just so convenient. Showing up at your door, like you really can't beat it, okay? So you get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash I love you. Plus you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash I love you to get 50% off. That is thefarmersdog.com slash I love you. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash I love you to get 50% off your first box and free shipping. That is an incredible deal. Cannot recommend enough. So now I'm welcoming some of y'all on the show. We have this new thing called speakpipe.com slash IOYSM. That link will send you to a page where you can leave a voicemail if you guys want to be on the podcast. You have crazy stories to tell if you want to become a friend of the show, aka anyone who's ever been a guest on the show. If you have a question, if you need advice, and listen, I'm not saying I have all the advice for you, but someone listening might. And if I don't have it, I'll offer, I'll offer my platform. I'll give you guys something, but I don't necessarily know what we need to do from there. So I will be asking, we'll be, we'll be phoning a friend, but we're having a few of you onto the show. We've got some juicy things happening. 
Hey, Kenzie, do you have any advice for friends who don't like or agree with their friends' boyfriends? My friend has changed up in the past year and is in a toxic relationship with a boyfriend, and he keeps bringing up marriage and babies even though they're not even 20 yet. He told her she should stop taking birth control, and he doesn't care if she gets pregnant or not. She told him that if she did get pregnant, she would get an abortion, but he was strongly disagreed with that and said he didn't believe in abortion and she should not uh, and she would have to put the kid up for adoption I know this is a lot but my friends and I are just unsure how to mention how toxic relationship is without upsetting her like he even told one of my best friends that she was fat to her face and didn't see anything wrong with it I would just like to know what you think about this thank you okay so listen I have hated friends' boyfriends. My friends have hated my boyfriends. And he sounds like the absolute worst, I will say. And the fat comment is disgusting. Everything about her having to carry the baby. Like, everything about this guy sounds disgusting. The fact that she's with him. I don't even know. Like, sometimes I feel like you just are so blinded or you think that's what you deserve. I don't know. Like, he just sounds like the absolute worst. What I will say is if you are the person you have to like weigh your options because when you go to your friend and say, I don't like your boyfriend and like X, Y, and Z, and I don't think he's good for you. And I don't, this is fair to you. And I don't, you know, whatever you say, even the best way possible, 99.9% of the time you are the bad guy. And I do think there's a point in which it is worth it to be the bad guy. But I also think there's like a window when someone starts talking to a guy and someone like beginning of their relationship, there's a window in which you can say something And then after the fact is when it like flips and all of a sudden you can't say anything. There are times when I would step in. I would step in now with the situation. I know some people like wouldn't. Personally, I just like, I talk too much. So like it would be very difficult for me to like hold that back because I would be so concerned for this friend. I would just speak your mind from a place of like, I am very concerned. You should, you deserve a lot better than someone who's treating you like this. You deserve a lot better than someone's talking to you like this. You just have to be willing to be the bad guy and she might cut you out for a little bit, but she's probably going to come back at some point whenever they hopefully do break up. But he sounds like a really horrible, horrible guy. I don't know. It's just tough because like you can't, I don't know, like sometimes it doesn't matter what you say most of the time in these situations. But I do think that if there's a chance that they're going to be like harmed or something, obviously, then you like step in. I don't know. I personally would say something and just be like, I, you have to go from out of like very like humble place, like off your high horse of like, you deserve like you, I feel like you coming at it from a way of like, you deserve better and blah, 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 blah. And like, fuck him and whatever is like never the way to go. I would just be like, I've just seen like a few things that like worry me. And like, you know, I'm not maybe, you know, they're always used like, you're not in the relationship. I don't know, guys. I personally would say something from a place of like humility and very like calm, not from a place where I'm like riled up with emotion. But yeah, that's just be like, I just like couldn't live with myself. I didn't say this to you. I support you regardless of what you do and like whatever. I don't know that that he sucks. Like he really, really, really sucks. That's probably horrible advice, by the way. I'm sorry. But like, oh, my God. Hi, Kenzie. I'm Charlie. I love you so much and your podcast. I mean, you are amazing. Anyway, I just wanted to ask for a little bit of advice. I've kind of had this thing going for a couple years now with my brother's best friend. And 
it's been like it's just been fun like every time he comes in town like we both look forward to it we hook up whatever but this last year like we've talked more and he's moving back home and I'm really nervous because I don't know like we're kind of at the point where you know we're growing up and like I would love to see where this goes because I've never had anything like this before like even with long-term boyfriends and I don't know Um, my brother doesn't love it my um, sister is whatever about it I don't know I just I think I owe it to myself to like see where things go but I also don't want to screw things up for our friend group if that makes sense so I just don't know what to do and he moves back this summer and yeah I'm just like at a loss I guess and I would love your advice so anyway thank you love you bye this sounds like a book talk video where people are trying to get you to read a book it sounds like a YA romance novel Girl, go for it. Here's the thing. I will say, when you said, I just don't want to screw up our friendship or our friend group, whatever. And I dated people in friend groups and I have screwed up our friend group, I will say. But I do think it's worth it. Like, well, you have to, I don't know. I don't always think it's worth it. It wasn't worth it in my case. But like, I think when this has been such a long time coming, you have to see it through. And I feel like your brother will have to get on board. Maybe just because I'm a sister, I'm I'm not, I don't really have much empathy for that. I'm trying to think of how I would feel if one of my siblings was dating a friend of mine. And that's only happened within our like siblings like twice where we've like been friends with the other person that like has been around. And like, we just didn't care. It was honestly kind of like a better case scenario, but we're also sisters. My brother is too young. So I don't know how I would feel. I don't think it would bother me. I know that, but I, I think it would bother if I don't like him. I don't know. I feel like guys are different with that. So I'm not really going to speak for the brother, but girl, I think you've got to, you've got to see this through. You've got to, you've got to have your summer romance, summer I turn pretty. Like this is your moment to shine. And I think you just have to see it through. Please let me know what happens. Like I need a little more context. Like, is he pursuing you actively? I sound like a 40 year old when I say that, but no, I think you've got to do it like in whatever. And honestly, here's the thing. If it, screws up and quotes a friend group like their life moves on breakups happen people split up whatever you're just gonna regret it if you don't actually like act on it you know but don't force it like I think like make let it be known that you're into it and then like let him like take the reins I don't know is that like traditional of me but that's just I don't know this sounds great I need an update so one time when I was a junior in high school my dad went to jail And so to help, because I was on my own, my aunt moved in and she was supposed to be like taking care of me. She had all of the passwords on my dad's accounts and stuff. So she was supposed to be taking care of the bills and such. Uh, But turns out her and my uncle just moved into our house, moved their kids into our house, both quit their jobs and were just living off of my dad's savings. And I would literally have to call my grandma every single month to get my phone turned back on because she would just not pay my bill, even though that's literally the only bill for me she had to pay. And um, so, yeah, after stealing $15,000 from us, the icing on the cake was that while she was there, she got my social security number and dead ass stole my identity. So, uh, yeah, Easter is a little bit uncomfortable and I haven't exposed her yet, but she is, she's one pissing me off away from me exposing the fuck out of her, to be quite honest.
your aunt is a criminal. Like she's actually a criminal. Like stealing someone's identity is criminal behavior. Like that is a criminal act. How the fuck are you guys still doing Easter together? Like my family and I are in like a minor argument. I'm like, I can't even be in the same room. Like I thought I had family problems, family drama. This is like a, a whole new level. I That is crazy. Also, how long was your dad away for? Like how long did you have to deal with that? I'm so sorry, but yeah, let's let's expose. If Dawn was here, Dawn would be like, let's buy a billboard, literally, like next to her house, next to her place of work. So everyone knows, like she would be scheming and scheming and scheming. I'm not as petty, so I can call Dawn and we can figure out something, craft up a little plan for you. That is so crazy. Like actually so crazy. That is not, that is not the vibe. That is not, to say the least. I just don't know how you stood at Easter together. It's so wild to me. That could just never, actually never be me. You're a bigger person than I am, but you should definitely expose her. Also, that's criminal behavior. Like, you can get, like, what? I don't know. I have so many questions. So for those of y'all who have made it this far into the episode, I do want to have a little rebrand chat just to, like, gauge your interests, you know, feel feel it out. Also, like, I obviously make the show for you guys, so I do need to hear back from y'all. But I want to up the video production. I need to like hire someone who can set it up and make it look better and like sit and make sure things are recording and like just have a better like sense of it. I do want to rebrand the show to something like Kinsey's House, Kinsey's Home, like something like that. Not necessarily that name, but that vibe because I feel like my whole life revolves around my house. Like my house is the house that everyone goes to and I'm like a host and I love, I just feel like I have so many different things going on where it's like, I love you so much podcast, the Okine brand, KE book club, like so many things that are like separate. And I feel like if I were to make it like Kinsey's home, like then at least like breadwinning housewife. Oh, that's another one. Breadwinning housewife, breadwinning housewife and the book club, like go underneath it. I want to do a lot more solo episodes where I'm like talking to you guys, doing the confessions like this talking about like hosting, like I'll do an entire episode on hosting, an entire episode on like whatever, keep doing book club episodes and then do guests every so often. But a lot of the guests just being more recurring guests because I find that those are the episodes or the podcasts that I like when it's like you have like five guests of your friends that like will come on periodically. I like that idea better. And then just like building a kind of like impromptu set in this house but also just like using the house in general. But I want it to be more, like just more me. I feel like it's more me. Like I love you so much was, you know, the past five years of my life. But I do think that we could just do a little refresh and it would make more sense and align more and less travel and more like in my house. And I just feel like that makes sense. I will still travel for like certain guests, definitely. But I do want the basis of it to be in this house. And I want the video production to be better. I want like a videographer to come in and like, whoever comes over, we like make a drink at the beginning. And it's like for like the video only, like, I don't know. I just like want, I want stuff like that. You know what I mean? And to just have the production be like a little bit higher, but I don't know exactly. I do have like a vision of what I want and I do want to change the name. I've never been super attached to this name. So I don't know, like, let me know what you guys think. I just think that like, and no, I don't want to name the podcast Breadwinning Housewife, by the way, because I feel like that's just going to be like girl boss eventually. Like, I'll you just like are so tired of it and hate it. You know what I mean? So it would have to be like a chill, easygoing name. But I want it to be more like me, like books, hosting, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I just got off from Coachella, guys. So like my brain isn't really working. But I do definitely want to do that. I have a note in my phone, like I have for everything. And it's like Kinsey's Rules. And it would be like a six-week cycle. One book episode, one navigating your 20s, two solos, two funny like friend ones, whatever, 
with like different segments and just like, I don't know, fun. It's like names like house guest, Kinsey's house, friends and family, friends only, friend of mine. I don't know, like something like that. It could be totally different. If you guys have any good names, please let me know. But yeah, I'm really interested. And if y'all know any production people in Dallas or even any like college kids that are good at it, like whatever, I don't know. I just feel like I needed to get that out there so we could chat and talk. You know what I mean? But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. As always, subscribe, leave a nice rating interview, DM me, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, all those things. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.